Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now it's been some time since we spoke about bonds, but as we've said several times now, it has been an unusual year for bonds. Usually when risky assets like equities fall, bonds rise in price and help provide an offset, illustrating one of the most basic and important examples of diversification. This hasn't really been the case for much of 2022 though, with bonds falling almost as much as equities at one point because the Fed continued to guide bond yields higher. However, market moves over the past few weeks suggest this may finally be coming to a close, making a focus on bonds interesting once again. Now, overnight, bond yields fell relatively sharply across the board. A quick glance at my screen shows that the 10-year U.S. government yield is down to 2.76%, while the 2-year is down to 2.53%, which are both down significantly from yesterday's close as well as the above 3% highs on the 10-year from only a few weeks ago. Now, we believe there are several factors responsible for this move. First is that there has been a palpable shift away from a focus on Fed rate expectations alone to a focus on its likely impact on economic growth as well. Now, this was illustrated most pointedly by individual retailer earning disappointments uh, last week, but several economic data points have slowed as well. Now, one data point yesterday, for example, showed that sales of new single-family homes in the US fell to a two-year low, and other data points like major ISM or PMI indices have also slowed in recent releases. Now, positioning has also likely to have contributed to the move. Now, one factor we pointed out in our Through the Noise podcast last Friday was that investor diversity on bonds which is a proprietary measure of investor positioning, had been an extremely low level for several weeks now. Now, This often ends up resulting in a sharp change in direction as one-sided views in the markets normalize. And third, there have been tentative signs of a topping out in market inflation expectations, which could be helping bond yields ease. The five-year, five-year rate, for example, or the market's expectations of five-year inflation in five years' time, has moved back to close to 2.2% after briefly spiking above 2.6%. Now, while this is still on the higher side, it does illustrate a cooling for the most extreme inflation fears and a drop below the 2.4% level that has capped this indicator since early 2021. Now, for investors, this leaves several avenues to potentially gain exposure to bond yields should they remain around current levels or fall further. However, most of our preferred exposures are not on US government bonds themselves. While yields here are a key influence on all dollar-denominated bonds, our focus continues to be to look for bonds where several factors argue a positive case, so one is not relying on a direction bond yield view alone. Now, one good example of this is EM dollar government bond yields. Uh, it is one of the bond asset classes most sensitive to the change in US government bond yields, or in technical jargon, it is long duration. So it should benefit disproportionately to a further fall in US government bond yields. However, credit spreads, or the yield premium on offer over government bonds, have also widened quite significantly in recent times. This combination uh, of you know, uh, sensitive to government bond yields and inexpensive valuations, we believe makes them attractive even after accounting for the ongoing stress in several EMs. A second area to consider, of course, is high-yield bonds in the US and, and as well as Europe. Now, while these are less sensitive directly to US government bond yields, they still have an influence and US yield premiums here appear to have widened by more than what is warranted by economic growth and earnings indicators. Third area, of course, is Asia dollar bonds. Now, these are denominated in dollars, so are sensitive some degree to US government bond yields, but valuations have been severely impacted, particularly in the high-yield component, by prior policy tightening in China. So this offers a way to add exposure, but also an asset class that's less correlated to developed market assets. 
Finally, not to forget FX markets, the rise in US bond yields relative to other major markets has been a key source of support for the dollar, but a pause or reversal in this rise could create opportunities elsewhere, such as in commodity currencies as we've discussed in several podcasts before. So quite keep a watch and close watch on US bond yields, um, as there are several potential opportunities that can ride off this, but we'll take a pause there. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening and wish you a happy trading day ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.